Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. Today, we get to hear from Laura Wells. She has sponsored over a thousand people. She retired her husband. She is one of those people that jumped on the social media strategies right away and utilized that to her benefit. So we'll jump into a lot of that on the podcast today. But uh, as always, I bring you the best of the best guests. I bring you some of the top leaders, top speakers, top people in network marketing. So just figure out what makes sense to you and take notes as we get to hear from Laura Wells today. So they asked her the question. They said, Laura, how many people have you recruited using social media? And she said, 300 people, 300. She thought they meant for the year. She didn't know that they meant for her entire Facebook career. I didn't know if Facebook was a career, but we just made it a career. Her Facebook social media network marketing career. That's her status right there. And she did that. So give them the, the short two minute version of your story and then tell them how we were just talking about it, how you just still, I mean, she was telling me how nervous she is to do this Facebook live and she's still nervous to get on stage. And I think that's an important point because everybody thinks you know, these people, they just all naturally have it. And I was telling her how I hated it. And even still, when I take a break for doing Facebook lives for, you know, a week, I just dread doing them. And so it's still a natural just fear or resistance where I got to stay on it and discipline. So Laura, they don't want to hear from me. I just talked way too long. Why don't you tell them a little bit, give them the short version, tell them your story, tell them a little bit. Um, and I, I made sure I edified you in the post. You, you don't see the headline. I talked about how Anything. Thousand people. I talked about how you, um, you know, you felt like you started out in the direct sales industry and you were just never home, um, that sort of thing. So let, let's hear from some from you right now. Okay. Hey guys. Oh my gosh. This is so exciting. Um, first of all, thank you to Rob. I am a huge fan. Um, I've read this book now three times. The game of networking. If y'all haven't picked this up, dude, seriously, it's so good. Um, so a huge thank you to you, Rob, for inviting me on. I, I, yeah, I royally screwed up, um, last year and it was seriously because of stage fright. I was scared to death on that stage and I was actually in awe of the people around me and the people in front of me. Um, but how, my story, um, of course a little bit in the post there, but I started out doing home parties, um, for a really long time. And, you know, it's actually funny. We were just talking about being afraid of speaking. So when I was 22, I came home one day from a party that my friend had to drag me to, um, kicking and screaming, but there was dessert offered. So I went for the chocolate, to be honest. Um, and I came home and I said, honey, I told my husband, honey, I'm going to start this business and I'm going to do home parties, um, selling kitchen tools to women and men. And, um, it's going to be awesome. Like, and of course my husband, you know, we've been, I've been with him since I was 15. He's super supportive. He's like, sure, babe, that sounds like a great idea. Just two problems. One, you don't cook very well, <laughs> which I had to cook in front of people. Um, and the other is, you know, you don't like talking in front of crowds. So here I am signing up for this gig where I was going to be cooking and talking at the exact same time. So my story really starts by 
kicking fear in the face, doing it afraid, doing it ugly, being willing to do it ugly because you know that over time it's just going to get better. Um, I got really, really good at that. I love people. I, I love helping people. I love serving people. And I knew that I could either be funny or sell them stuff that they want or hopefully both. And as it turned out, I was both. Um, and I did really, really well. But I got burned out really fast. You know, I did like 15 parties a month. I was never home. Um, and then social media happened. And so like we were joking that, you know, Facebook became a career when Facebook really launched. I mean, I had this light bulb moment of, well, I could recruit worldwide. I could network with people worldwide. I could love on people from all different cultures and I could do it like in my yoga pants. Like this is amazing. Um, so I did that for a while. I became president of um, a very large women's networking organization, grew that globally. And that I feel like is where my passion for this industry really launched into orbit. Um, because being in that side of it, I was sort of on the corporate side of the network marketing industry for about almost nine years. And I was able to help women in their business, see the corporate side of things, helping them create strategies and launch plans and all kinds of cool. I got to see the guts of the industry while I was still loving on women in the field in the industry. And it was it was a really unique perspective. Um, so anyways, I just I told Rob, I'm like, oh, a great bio for me is I just love people. <laughs> I don't know. That's honestly what propels me. Um, some people have considered that a fault. I've actually been made fun of from a stage from people who find fault in that. Um, but that's just the way it is. So I'm glad that Rob, you and I have that in common that <laughs> we're just, we just love on people. It's, it's yeah. pretty cool. I love that. So you talked about a little bit overcoming your fears and different things like that and just facing them head on. And I, I think again, going back to what I said before Laura started is, man, how, I mean, people just think that either you got it or you don't. And we all have our strengths and our weaknesses and having to be loud and having to be crazy like that. If that's you, be you, great. That's not you, that's okay. Don't feel like you have to be that person when you're making things happen. Feel like you just have to be the best version of you as you're going out to make it happen. So I love how you said recruiting your yoga pants because I did yoga this morning. Uh, I did not wear yoga pants. I don't have yoga pants. I have joggers though. I don't know if that counts. But um, I did yoga this morning and I got schooled by this 90 year old woman. And I, I was like, props to her, but it was a little embarrassing. She was, she was doing like, you know, the scorpion pose. I'm holding it there for a second, trying to hold that scorpion, whatever you call it. It was hard, but I had a lot of fun. So tell me some of your tips on social media. What are some of the things? Because people are like, wow. I mean, that's always the dream. Everybody wants to recruit utilizing social media. And, and I love your style. I love your philosophy because you love people. Mm -hmm. Now, loving people doesn't mean spamming people. And <laughs> you've got a unique style for loving people and crushing on social media, but you don't spam. So what are some of maybe your do's and even do nots on social media to help people on? Because that's what everybody right now, I guarantee right now they're watching. They're saying, okay, how do I recruit on social media? Okay. So recruiting on social media. Well, I mean, I guess the, the thing that's always in the back of my mind, um, when I was a 
should I actually grew up with Ryan Rogers, um, who's Mary Kay's grandson. I was never in Mary Kay, but I have a lot of respect, like the godmother, right? Um, and I remember growing up kind of in that culture. Um, there is a phrase that she always said, and that's treat every single person as if they have a sign hanging around their neck saying, make me feel important. And I, you know, back then she was talking about when you meet someone, um, at a convention or at an event or something like that. Like if you're actually, if you're meeting them and saying hi, like look at them in the eye, right? Don't look over their shoulder at who the next person is that you get to shake hands with. Like if you're actually greeting someone, greet them. Um, now of course she's talking many years ago, right? She said that forever ago before social media. And I, but I think that in terms of recruiting on social media, it has to feel like that. Um, you know, it has to feel you have to always remember that is still a person behind the computer screen. Just because you're on your phone and typing back and forth with somebody in a message or, or making a post, someone else is reading that, someone's eyes are on your post and that those eyes belong to a human being with a beating heart, with a mind that they have needs, they they have um, fears, you know? And I think- Wait, no tip number one, look at them as people, real human beings, not <laughs> as a cell. Okay, yeah. that's tip number one. Okay, keep going. I'm loving this. And when we talk about prospecting, right, it's a, it's a numbers game. I disagree. It's a people game. Um, and it's the more people that you connect with, it, more importantly, the more people that feel connected to you, that trust you, um, that's the game. It's not a numbers game. It's not a, you know, tally on a mall and then boom, you got one. It's, it's, it can't be that. And if it is that you might have success short term, but that is a, that is a business built on a house of cards, you know, um, that, that can crumble just as fast as it goes. So I, for me, like I'm willing to build slower because I know it's solid people know it when I talk to them, they know I'm really speaking to them. I'm not multitasking. I'm not treating them like a number. They're not just a notch, you know, um, in my prospecting notebook, that's an actual human being that I'm looking to serve. And if it can't be me that's serving them, I'll connect them with someone who can, and they, they know it. So that's probably my biggest thing in terms of how is how you treat people is huge. I love that. So a master, Laura is, she's giving you a inside scoop on how to win friends and influence people on steroids right here. All for free, all great information. I've never heard that before. And that's a great explanation of it's not a numbers game, right? It's a people game. And I love that because it's treating people the right way and you're not worried about speed because you're treating people like human beings and whatever it takes to create and foster and nurture that relationship and show that you care because sometimes we're so urgent to hit our next goal and so it's like well i haven't i've never talked to this person before but i'm just going to hit them up and i'm yeah. just going to say hey you want to join my business and so you may get more numbers right and you may get more numbers even the end of the month there but in the end you know for a lot of people they just don't love that and they feel like it's not them. And so they're like, well, my upline's teaching this and I don't know what to do. And I don't think this contradicts, you know, we always try to keep it generic. I hope this doesn't contradict anything anyone's teaching. This is just being a real human being. So what would be some of your things that you feel like are on your do not list that you feel like people maybe do on, on social media 
And, and we can't ever assume common sense is common sense, right? Because what's common sense to one isn't common sense to another. We all have our strengths, we all have our weaknesses, and we want to become consciously aware. So for me, I'm pretty much done growing this whatever. Some people say it's scruff. They're haters. They're haters. This is a beard. And for me, the example is I've never gone this long before, so I wasn't aware. So yesterday I have all these people, you know, sending me private messages and commenting saying, Rob, get rid of the ugly neck beard that you got going on. I'm like, I've never really paid attention to that. So I'm at the gym this morning and I'm literally like, you know, people thought I was probably some weirdo creepo. And every single time when I'm working out, like I noticed way more people had beards than I ever thought because all of a sudden I became aware. And I'm starting to like check out like, you know, where, where do they have their neckline go to? Like literally. And are they blending it in or is it like this hard line or what are they doing? And so, yeah, I got rid of the neck. Okay. You know, that's the first step. And pretty soon this is just all gone. I, yeah, I know. I'm calling a quitter or whatever. I'm trying. I'm trying. I know there's no trying. They're just doing. But again, I became consciously aware. So I think it's the same thing in network marketing, right? Where sometimes we're just not aware. Just don't know what we're doing. So what are some of your what are some of your beard tips for network marketing that we can relate? I am I am an expert beard grower. So let yeah. me enlighten you. <laughs> um so I guess well I have I have so much that I could um, verbally vomit. And it's only because you know when you look at it from kind of like a bird's eye view of what people are doing, um I think it is really smart to watch what other people are doing okay this is this is smart but i will i'll preface this with a warning don't get caught up in what other people are doing um and that's that's there's a very fine line it is very addicting um and more comfortable to analyze what other people are doing versus watch what other people are doing so that you can learn from it it's way more comfortable to be like oh she doesn't know what she's doing over there oh i should do that it's way easier to do that um Mel Robbins talks about it in the five second rule, that book. If you ha if you don't have that book, that is a great book. Yeah. Talks about the science of why your brain plays tricks on you, like why you're afraid of public speaking, um, why it's easier to scroll Facebook or do laundry or do the dishes than to actually work because work is uncomfortable. It's stretching you and your brain is designed to protect you from harm, including feeling afraid of something. So your brain is like, dude, don't do that. Go do this instead. So it's more comfortable to scroll and to compare and to gossip and all that. Um, but I do think it's wise to watch what other people are doing. But here's the deal. Don't just try to figure out what those people are doing. You know, the people who are having success, maybe in your company or in another company, watch how, why they do what they do. Don't just do what other leaders are doing. So I'll give you an example. Um, you know, it's when you first start your business, I don't care if you're brand new or if it's just a, a relaunch or like a re-grand opening of your same business, you've been around forever, right? You, you can restart your business any day. Um, excitement sometimes takes over your brain <laughs> um, and like the neurons misfire because you're so freaking excited and you vomit, you ver verbally vomit. Like join my team, buy my stuff, here's my link, here's my, buy one, get one, whatever. And it's so easy to do that because it is really exciting and, and you're genuinely so excited. 
But the reality is that the human being on the other side of it, they're like drinking from a fire hose. They're like, whoa, like that is way TMI, right? Like too much. So my, I was just telling Rob before, before we went live that um, my husband is a former Marine and he talks a lot about tact. You have to have tact in your business. You have to learn sometimes the hard way. Um, when and where are the appropriate times to promote your business? Um, I call it like sprinkling, right? It's just a little bit sprinkling your business. I mean, you don't want to hide your business because the worst thing in the world is somebody's out there actually looking for someone who does your business and they don't even know that you do your business and then they go sign up with somebody else because they're like, well, dude, you never even told me you did your, so there's a, there's a fine line there of hiding your business, but sprinkle it like, most of it should be you and your heart. And then a sprinkle of, oh, by the way, I do this in case anybody you know wants that, right? So don't get them with a fire hose, use tact. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of like, right, how we're taught, be the preview of the movie, stop trying to be the movie. And the analogy I give is it's like somebody comes and let's say whatever your favorite movie, what's Laura, what's one of your favorite movies of all time? Of all time, um, Father of the Bride. So you imagine Father the Bride, if somebody just started giving you all the punchlines, everything that happens from beginning, middle to end, and I give you a 10 minute explanation. I couldn't do it justice and you probably wouldn't even wanna see it, but I'm so excited, I'm telling you so passionately, and you're thinking to yourself, well, I don't wanna see that movie, and it probably would have tainted your view on the movie and made the movie where maybe you would have seen it, but it wouldn't have been the same. And so. Yeah. We got to make sure that we're not throwing up all over people. And again, I like how what you're saying to me is, is looking at it from their perspective. Put yourself in their shoes. Right. I think they don't know anything at all. You can't assume. Sometimes we just assume because we're so excited and our emotion gets the best of us. Now, we're saying passion's great. Mm -hmm. Use passion. Use it. You need that. That's important. But make sure you understand where they're coming from, where they know nothing. And you've got to bridge that gap. And sometimes we try to just bridge it too quickly, thinking that the, the passion is enough. The passion's huge. At the same time, passion with vomit ruins <laughs> passion. So let's have passion with simplicity, and then it will keep the passion. Something like that. I don't know. Maybe you guys can reword it a lot better. I'm trying to think on the spot. Here's the thing. I mean, people are going to be attracted to you first before they even dive into what your product is, before they're gonna be attracted to your company or your comp plan or your whatever, whatever, they're seeing you first, you are the face man. Um, and so <clears throat> if, you don't, if you don't treat people right and you don't build those relationships, I always tell people relationships, I mean, you have to start with a relationship first. When, when relationships are created, business more naturally follows that. Because people do business with these the people that they know, like, and trust. We all know that. We all say that. But sometimes, like I said, I mean, we, like, misfire and our, we forget all that. Um, you've got to get them to trust you. And, and being online, I mean, that's, you know, unless you're, you know, in the old days, we used to go to networking events. And I'm, I'm sure many, many people still do. It's still a thing. I was president of one. Networking face to face, you can actually give somebody a hug or a handshake or make eye contact on social media. It takes a little bit more time and effort um, to really build trust in your Facebook wall, your social media presence. They have to trust it. And I think a huge piece of that, Rob, is um, consistency. 
people are watching. People are watching because they've seen other people start something and quit. So even if they are interested a little bit, they're probably not saying that to you yet. They're probably watching you to see if you stick to it. Are you going to quit? Are you going to hop? Um, are you going to then turn around and be negative the first little thing that happens? Are you going to crumble? And people are really watching, especially leaders. They're watching probably for a longer time than the average person. And so to me, being consistent, being myself, being relatable. Um, if somebody doesn't, you know, if I'm not someone's cup of tea, that's totally fine. Cause in the long run, that's better for both of us. If they, if they know right away, nope, she's not the one. And I've had many people connect with me and say, I don't know, whatever it is that you're doing, I want to be a part of it because they just, they jive with me. They want to communicate with me. And it's the same. You've all probably experienced that exact same thing. Yeah, no. So what, that's just so much insight. There's so many great points there that are so, so helpful for people. Because I think a lot of times when we're struggling, we just be, I always say we become drama kings and queens in this business. And, you know, when things aren't going well, we're just like, we, we just over, you know, analyze and we're like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? And sometimes we're doing what's right. It just takes time. Success doesn't happen overnight. I mean, you're creating residual income. Right. You know, it's credit residual income. You go buy a real estate property, at least where I live, you spend, you know, say it's three hundred thousand dollars, you go put twenty percent down, that's sixty thousand dollars, and you hope, you hope that your return monthly, monthly is a couple hundred dollars. I mean, think about that. Residual income is so hard to come by, but in this industry, it's like we we hear these quick fast stories and what's wrong with me, and we compare and we know comparitis is the great thief of joy. Right. And so my question is for the people right now that are starting brand new, the people that are struggling and want to relaunch their business, the people that are doing well, that want to take their business to the next level. See, it relates to all of us because we all fall in, the, in one of those categories. What would you say right now? If you let's just pretend like Laura's having a one on one conversation with them and they say, you know what? I'm struggling. I'm, I want to relaunch. I want to take my business to the next level. Can you help me? What am I? I just don't know what what am I doing wrong? What can I do? Because it's it's pretty common question, right? And we have to always give that vision from just different perspectives to help them out. So a couple things. Um, first of all, I've been there because, and I think we all have. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> and I think the thing that I find myself in this situation more often is every time I think I'm struggling. Um, Take a look at why you're thinking that you're struggling. Is it is it because you're really struggling, which which is legit? You could be actually struggling, or are you caught in comparing yourself to the top leaders who are always on the stage? That's a big thing, especially with social media. Um, we see the highlight reel, we see the trophies, we see the award presentations, we see the cars and the trips and. I think it, it can be a trap if you're not careful, you know, so really give yourself some grace. You know, we talk about that to other people all the time is give people grace and forgive. Um, that includes yourself. You have to give yourself grace and yourself time. And remember, just because you might think you're struggling, are you stuck in comparing? Because here's the thing, you know, there's usually for every overnight success or someone who went to the top rank of the company in like 90 days or whatever that you know that you're hearing it probably took them 10 years to become an overnight success 
you know, and, and I'm not talking about 10 years in network marketing and all that. I mean, we're talking like, like for me personally, I'll just speak for myself personally. I've been networking and loving on people and building relationships and building trust and building rapport for 20 years. No lie. Um, I've been networking, you know, and so it seems like, oh, how'd she get success so fast? It was not fast. It's just that the highlight reel makes time speed up. Um, so that's my that's my first thing. The second thing is you have to um, humble yourself at the same time as you're giving yourself grace and forgiveness. Humble yourself and really figure out where are you screwing up? What are you afraid of? For me right now, full transparency, I need to be doing more videos. I'm scared to death of them. That's how I know I need to be doing more of them because they scare me to death. But here's the deal. In social media, the only way I can make eye contact with you right now is through that camera lens. That's the only way you can see into the, the window of my soul, as they say, is making eye contact with me. And I need to do more of that. But why don't I? Because I'm freaked out. I'm scared. Are you going to say something about the way I talk? Are you going to say that I don't am I'm not pretty? Are you going to tell me I'm ugly? Are you going to say I'm a bad speaker? I mean, those are those are real life fears that I deal with and the reason that I don't hit go live. Um, and then it's like, you know, who am I? Why would you want to listen to what I'm saying? Right. It's all those fears that everyone has. So you have to figure out what are you doing that you're really messing up on? Um, you know, and you know what it is. You don't need someone to probably tell you what you're doing wrong. But if they do tell you or if you realize, OK, that's what I need to be doing better. Learn as you earn. Right. Like Rob just said, this is the only profession where you get paid to learn more. Go to the events, read the books and don't just read them, implement them, put them into action and you'll get better naturally with practice. Like they taught us when we were kids, practice makes perfect. It's the same thing in this profession. You have to do it more and you have to mess up more before you're going to get better. So those are my two biggest things is stop comparing yourself to others and humble yourself enough to learn what you really do need to do better or or less of <laughs> i love it and i guarantee every single one of you can feel that that love you can feel she's a relationship person um i, I just love all of those insights they're so simple and so in-depth and so profound and you communicated them in ways some ways that i've never heard before. I always say I'm the one that gets to learn the most, which I, I love, love, love doing these interviews. I know that we found tremendous, tremendous value here and, and a lot of insight and things that you'll integrate into your own business, into your own life and helping out your teams. Laura, I just want to thank you personally. Thank you so much, so much for, for making the time and, and doing this for everybody uh, so that we can all learn and, and keep leveling up this industry. I love it. Thank you so, so much. I'm, I'm actually kind of embarrassed. I dropped this book in my bathtub. Um, <laughs> and so it's like one of those books now that I can't pass on to others that dude, seriously, Rob, I'm just going to give you like you, we didn't even talk about this. You guys, there are neat, like every other page in here has people's names and like real stories. He's talking about star Wars and Frodo and all kinds of stuff in this book. I, this is a book of edification and learning. I, it's gold, Rob. You did a real, I mean, I've read a lot of books on network marketing and relationship marketing. That's a good one. Really, truly, I'm not just saying that. That's good. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I'm glad that it was of value. I, I learned a lot from writing it. I learned I wasn't that great of a writer, but I got a lot of 
help from people that proofread. So appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Until the next time. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star raving review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.